Welcome to the Dog Nerd Show, where we geek out over our best friends. I'm Megan. And I'm Michael, and this is a show about all things dog. Hey, everybody. Well, hopefully it's Tuesday. Well, it is Tuesday when we're <laughs> airing this, but hopefully by the time this airs, the University of Georgia Bulldogs are the national championships. We're just going to put that out there. We've got our Georgia gear on. We're both big Bulldogs fans, so. But hey, look, if. No, 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 no. Yes, that's. If is, the other is the other, no, then no, no. it is. No, national championships. Okay. So today we want to talk about some very important things that you need to do as a pet parent. And um, this is with respect to your pet's care and uh, medicines and treatments. So the number one thing on the list is cultivate a positive relationship with your vet. So find a vet that you feel comfortable with, that you can build a relationship with, and that understands where you're coming from with the care, with respect to the care of your animal. Yeah, and... In saying that, you want to be able to ask questions. That's number two. Yeah. So number two is ask questions. Don't be afraid to. So you don't you don't want to be afraid to ask those questions. You don't want to be like, well, I got a question about this, but I don't really want to upset this person or insult them because they did, by the way, go to school for this and blah, blah, blah. No, ask the questions. Um, yeah. Questions about, you know, why are we giving this medication? Um, what are the side effects? That mm -hmm. sort of thing. What? Why are we doing this treatment? Is there something else we could do instead? Know that you can ask those questions. And if you don't feel comfortable asking your vet questions, you should probably find a new vet. I agree. I agree. <laughs> so what's number three? Number three is very important. Research medicines and treatments before administration. So... The whole reason for this episode was that one of our uh, past interviewees told me about a situation where their dog had a lump in their left forearm. Um, had it removed, pathology came back, and uh, or I guess it was a, a section was a, a piece, a biopsy was done. Mm -hmm. Pathology came back that it was a type of carcinoma. They said, okay, this breed gets... Yeah, you know, is is susceptible to getting cancers. We're going to take this the the lump out. We're going to go in there and get it out. So after the surgery, the um, pet parent said to the vet tech, "Yeah, you know, how did it look to you?" And she said, "Honestly, I had never seen anything like this before." Mm. Which yeah. is kind of weird when you're talking to a vet tech that's been doing this for 15 years. Right. So come to find out that. When the dog was rescued, they gave an injectable heartworm treatment. Mm. And the vet went, you know, down the rabbit hole after they excised this tumor. And uh, basically, the dog's body was rejecting this injection. And this craziness was in the dog's arm. So... Um, when you, we, we will not say the name of the medicine because, um, we don't want to get in trouble, but if you look up injectable, um, heartworm treatments, you'll probably find this one. And I will link to an article from dogs naturally magazine that I shared with this pet parent about this particular injectable. So, so it's not uncommon. 
It's not. It's not. It's something that actually this medicine was like taken off the shelves in 2006 and then it was brought back. All of that to say that, and I think the dog actually maybe got this twice because mm. I believe the pet parent also had it done, you know, another time. So it's a time release heartworm. So when he told me it was a time release heartworm, and that the dog's body rejected it, that got me thinking about Finley and what was going on inside of his ear. So right before he passed, he was having some issues with circling and leaning. So we thought there was like an inner ear thing going on. So took him to the vet. The vet said she pulled a plug out of his ear, like which is a buildup of wax and fur, and that she gave him a time-release eardrop. And I was like, when this friend said time release I was like oh no so I researched what was given to Finley and thankfully it didn't have all these scary stories that this injectable heartworm had but it did say that the a side effect is vestibular in dogs which is that dizziness vertigo which Finley got they're supposed to now I went down my own rabbit hole but before administering, they're supposed to check to make sure that the, um, is it the, tin, the tympanic membrane in the ear is um, not perforated? And I did follow up with my vet, and she did say she examined it before treatment and after treatment when we went back for the severe dizziness. However, I was not told, hey, by the way, we, well, first of all, they did the treatment before telling me. So they came out this still during COVID, you know, I'm not going into the vet. I'm sitting out in my car. She came out and said, you know, it's got a mild inner ear infection. I took this plug out and I put this um, time release uh, antibiotic in the ear so that um, you wouldn't have to mess with it because ear medicine can be tricky. And I was like, Oh, okay. You know, kind of thought it was weird that they did it without asking me first mm -hmm. and then the plug and everything like that. All of that to say they should have at least told me when I left, Hey, if he starts acting really dizzy, bring him right back. Well, yeah. of course, as you guys know, he did and, and we brought him right back. Um, and then he went downhill. I don't think the seizures were related to the mm -hmm. medicine. Yeah. Um, however, all of that said, and this kind of goes back to number one, when you cultivate your relationship with your vet, let them know, don't treat my dog until we have a discussion. And that will be my comment going forward. Yep. Don't give my dog treatment until we have a discussion because then you can research the medicines. And like this friend said, if I had seen this article and this article was like maybe the third one that came up when I did a search mm -hmm. about that injectable um, time release heartworm. He's like, I would never have given it. So research those medications. These doctors are, you know, they're, they're it's kind of like in our world, right? They're sold a bill of goods by the pharmaceutical companies, right? Like, oh, this is going to be so convenient. You don't have to give your, your dog a pill every month. Just inject this. Well, what price does that come with? You know, the mm -hmm. pill, which is essentially ivermectin for heartworm, you know, you just have to remember to do it every month. The injectable is more convenient for you, but what are the side effects? Exactly. So research medicines and treatments before you administer them. It's okay to say, hang on, let me just look this up, you know, pull out your cell phone and, and see what you can find before you do any treatment. Yeah, absolutely. One of the other things, too, is um, 
years ago, I heard medicines try to replicate what happens naturally in nature. So one of the things that I suggest that you do for your pet and maybe for yourself, you make the decision. We're not here to make decisions for you, but it's to seek holistic therapies or more to say natural therapies um, because they do exist. They are effective and um, they get a bad rap because there's not a lot of money behind them. So they get in, thrown into that whole woo-woo world and, oh, well, you know. But you got to remember the most powerful pain reliever out there is aspirin and uh, comes from a tree. So, uh, you know, find out about those. Research those because it, they tend to have less side effects. They still can have side effects. So you need to know that. You oh, need yeah. to research it. They absolutely can. And don't administer any of that stuff without finding a vet. But, And I would even say while you're seeking out holistic therapies, seek out a vet that does both, that does mm-hmm. a combination. It's called integrative medicine where they do the Western and Eastern medicine, yeah. a combination. That's that's a really nice uh, vet to find if you can find one in your area. You know, turmeric is another spice that is really good for inflammation and pain. So there's a lot of things out there that we and our dogs can take um, under the right guidance and, and supervision to, to help them. So definitely seek those out. So that was number four. Um, number five is trust your gut. Mm-hmm. You know your dog best. And this goes for you too, because when I had a um, strange looking freckle on my leg, I asked a doctor, a dermatologist about it, and she examined it with a microscope and well, or with a magnifying glass. And she was like, no, it looks fine to me. But if, you know, if you want, I can take it off and for a minute, I was like, yeah, we should take it off. And then my brain was like, oh, come on. She's the doctor. She's smarter than you. It's okay. Well, fast forward a couple of years, and it was actually um, early stage melanoma, which anyone who knows about melanoma knows that that's not a good one to have, and it moves really fast without symptoms. Right. So just like with yourself, trust your gut. You really, your vet sees lots of different animals day in, day out, but you see your dog every day. You put hands on your dog every day. You know what's normal for your dog and what's not normal for your dog. So it's very important that you understand that you have power in your health relationship with your vet and with your own doctors. And we can't stress enough, even just all of these actually apply to you too. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Your doctor, your vet, you know, ask questions, seek out information. There's a ton of great information online. And I had mentioned dogs naturally earlier. Great resource. So um, definitely think about what you're doing for yourselves and your pets. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, and, and also, Megan, you said there's a ton of information online. There's a ton of good information, ton of bad information. So you really got to do your research. And developing that number one, the number one, the reason why it was number one on our list is cultivating that relationship with your veterinarian. That's probably the most important one because they are the experts. So, oh, I have something else to add. Get involved with groups online, like Facebook groups for your breed of dog and just for dog lovers. I have found some great information from other people who maybe their dog is going through something similar And they're like, hey, have you tried this? Yeah. 
you know, really there's so many people out there who you can learn from who've been through similar experiences that can help you. So Megan, I think this is a very helpful episode and I hope, I hope you guys do too. Uh, we love bringing these to you. These are things that are close to our heart. Um, you know, obviously we've, you know, we still have a senior dog. We, we, Finley was a senior dog. Uh, so we've seen the gamut. We've made the mistakes, uh, and we'll probably make more. <laughs> and we want to share what we learn. And, and, yeah. and the friend who I'm talking about really, really is glad that we're talking about this on the show because yeah. they don't want any other animals to go through what they had to put their dog through. And let's be honest, the potentially side effect that this may not be the end of it for them. This, this, you know, potentially could cause her other issues. We pray not, but yeah, please, you know, help each other. Let's learn from each other. Yeah. So if you would, if you're watching this on YouTube, put some comments below, subscribe, uh, hit the notification bell, give us a thumbs up. If you like our content, it really helps us a lot and share, share this, Yeah. share this so that you can help other people make good decisions and, and help them from making decisions that might not be the best for their dog. Yeah. So once again, we, we appreciate you guys tuning in. Yeah. We, we really enjoy doing these. And Megan's going to tell you where you can find us. You can find us everywhere online at Dog Nerd Show. Drop us a line at dognerdshow at gmail.com if you'd like to be on the show. And uh, yeah, you can. Oh, if you want any cool dog gear like this, uh, go over to etsy.com slash shop slash hound and thistle. And if you're interested in the books that I write, Dogs, mysteries, lots of good stuff. Um, RileyCarsonSeries.com. Well, folks, until next time, thank you. Bye. Bye.